Issei Hyoto is a horny high school student who lives a peaceful life. He's excited when he's suddenly asked out on a date by a girl named Yuma. After their date, Yuma makes a startling request that Issei die for her, revealing herself to be an angel before killing him. He is saved, however, and reincarnated as a devil by the beautiful Rhea Scremory. Suddenly, Issei is thrust into the war between angel and devil, and must find his own place in this world he never knew existed and serve as Rhea's pawn. Is High School DD the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. Lauren, do you know about the X in anime titles? How they're sometimes there and sometimes not? Yes, it's complicated. I don't know whenever when they're ever not not there. I mean, like, I can't. It's it's there. Is it is it like the pronunciation? No, it's Do just like a. It? It's just like a cool visual because X's make everything cool. Well, I mean, Darling in the Franks had three X's, and it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because it was fucking horny. <laughs> Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> triple X horny. Hey, but there's other anime that literally have triple X in it, like Triple X Holic, and that's not that horny, I yeah. don't think. Oh, so it's not always a, a warning for content. It's, no. it's no, just there. real talk, most, I'd say, Spy anime family. that have Xs aren't that horny. Uh, that's not necessarily to say that this anime itself won't be horny, but as we're going through it, just we are probably going to call it High School DD, but if we slip up and call it High School DXD, I don't think that's wrong either. Mm. I think ultimately it's wrong. Because I think it's just supposed to be blank. What if it was high school D-D-D-D-D? <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, hello and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ and Skylar, guide their non-weeb friend, Lauren, through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. Ooh. This week, if you didn't hear earlier, we are watching High School DD as we kick off Harem Month. I have a question uh, with yes. this being Harem Month. Is Harem just like The Bachelor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yes yeah. and no, right? Yes. <laughs> the only reason it can be no is because you can end up with a harem where multiple people are like where the answer is multiple people. As opposed to the bachelor where oh, that wouldn't be. It's a just thing. the it's just the one. They're just going it's a to harem the that they're voting off. Voting off people. Yeah. Now <laughs> imagine true. if like the episode one of The Bachelor, you know, yeah. he has like these like twenty five whatever I've never seen an episode. I assume it's like I don't know, 20 or something. And then that's it. There, No one ever leaves. No one ever leaves. And, and, he you... just, and he just has tension and hooks up with different ones at different points of time. Uh, again, we're a, a fan of polycules. <laughs> again, harems are up, polycules are in. That's but that doesn't matter because right. it is harem month Ooh, right now. How exciting. Uh, and we have here with us High School DD. So tell me, Lauren, with that name alone, what do you think this anime is going to be about? Okay, so... I did recognize, kind of like you guys were saying, that the X is there, but I only know D&D, not DXD, so I went with um, D&D. I think, because this is Hera Month, we have a school group that is playing D&D after school, and it's all girls, and they finally get their very first male participant in the 
in the D&D group. And so all hell is breaking loose because now they're all eventually falling for him. But are they falling for him? But Or are they falling for like the character that he's playing? And who's going to be the best match for him in game and out of game? It's going to be a lot of going back and forth between the fantasy world of the D&D campaign and then the real life high school world that these kids are living in. See, I thought you meant when you said D&D, like anytime the DM like introduces a character, like an NPC, and everyone's like, I seduce the door or I seduce the bartender. <laughs> uh, nothing the but door? bards. <laughs> the nothing door. but bards. It's a sexy door. Hey, if you have enough imagination, anything can be seduced. Yeah. PJ. No, that's if you have enough not true. Charisma. Thank you, Skylar. You she can't gets seduce it. inanimate objects. <laughs> PJ, you have no imagination. <laughs> a talking tree is in the path. Is the talking tree hot? I, let me roll Let's to see, seduce again, the talking tree. Let's see how hot different. it is. The talking tree isn't inanimate. It's animate. I guess it is a conversation about consent at this point. That is true. That's a good point, Skylar. Yeah. Uh, can okay. I roll a perception check to see if this inanimate object has any kind of consciousness? If you it does... You roll in at one and don't oh. get to keep this bit going. Nah! <laughs> no, but I, I I remember when I first heard about High School DxD, I was like, maybe this is D&D related? Maybe? That's instantly where my brain went. So, well, I mean, this was back in 2012, so, like, I wasn't playing D&D yet. Oh, so even non-D&D players are like, is this D&D? Haha, look at me. Yeah. Well, I knew D&D existed. Well, sure. I know for use. I mean, yeah, I've never associated, I think because I had already watched, like, Hunter Hunter and stuff like that like i never associated the x with horniness mm-hmm. like skylar apparently did yep. but yeah regardless i think this is a very fun concept right that's very anime the like one guy in a thing full of girls essentially just inherits a, fa- a harem uh, in harems ah i see <laughs> what you did there the talking tree inherits a harem <laughs> you know what that'd be even funnier if you played like a tree ant yeah they're called ants um, yeah yeah so once you saw the poster were you like yeah this is our D group right here no i switched it up a little bit because with the like bat wings on the high school and the fact that there's like a full moon in the background i'm thinking this is a group of monster hunters it is a group of all females they finally have their first male monster hunter in the club but Less fake fantasy, roll top, you know, role playing game, and uh, more real life fantasy fighting like off the, monsters. I like roll top. The roll top, yeah. That's what Alabama D and D players say whenever they're <laughs> playing top. tabletop games. Roll top. <laughs> so you've played D and D with other people, is what you're telling In me. In Alabama. In Alabama, Greenbow, Alabama. Okay, so going around this poster. We have our brown-haired male right here, front and center. He is the protagonist. He's the newest member, and he's never really believed in the paranormal, very much like me. But then he goes to this high school, and he's almost killed by like some monster or something. And then he gets saved by these really badass monster hunter girl group, and he joins their ranks. He very much needs this tech, because none of them have tech except for him on his arm right here. So he like needs something to help him fight the monsters because he's not very good yet but he's going to be learning that's what the high school experience is all about and then going to the red-haired girl on our left 
She's the group's leader, clearly. She's going to be the best fighter. She's the most competent. She's the one who's always making like those sacrificial plays to save everyone. A little tiny bit reckless, but a very good leader overall. The trio in the back, I think, are very excellent fighters. And I went for a classic internet identification system for the three of them. So the silver-haired girl on the bottom is a... She looks like a cinnamon roll, but she could kill you. The blonde next to her looks like a cinnamon roll and is a cinnamon roll. And then the dark-haired girl looks like she could kill you, but is actually a cinnamon roll. So Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's an oldie, but a goodie. And then we have these two girls in the front who are in very, I don't know, BDSM leather outfits. And I think that they've graduated from high school because they're no longer in the school uniforms that everyone else is in. So when you've graduated, you go and you become a professional monster hunter. And I think that's what these girls are. The blonde in the front knows all about like the history of the guild and the creatures that they're going to be fighting. So she's like an expert in knowing what methods are going to work best. And then the blue haired girl is the reserved one who absolutely is going to kick ass. She has more of those experimental weapons, but they're very effective. And she always has her crazy off the wall ideas pay off. So I don't think they're going to be in it a ton, our two professional monster hunters. I think they'll be called in when it's like a really big monster that they can't handle in the high school. But I think that is going to be what high school DD is a part of and all about. High school designated driver here to save you from monsters. (laughs) Here to save you from yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The monstrous alcoholism. Oh, God. (laughs) Please don't drink and drive. (laughs) Yeah, especially. Official Kauai disappointment PSA. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. (laughs) Do not drive while under the influence. But you can go ahead and watch anime under the influence if you want, if that helps you get through it. Not if you're driving. Do not watch anime while you're driving. That's also another... (laughs) Another PSA. The more you know. (laughs) Listen to our podcast while driving if you need to do something. (laughs) There you go. There's the plug. All right. Well, with all of that, I think we have a good plot synopsis here for what High School DD will be about. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break and watch episodes one and two of High School DD. We'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. Right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of High School DD. Lauren, what did you think? I thought Darling in the Franks was horny, but <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! Will, yeah. So I do want to preface uh, something up top here, which is you see a lot of the up top of girls. Which there's not much up top. Uh, there's a lot up top, but there's no tops covering the up top. It's true. Uh, I had never watched this anime. Me either. And neither had Skylar. We had just we knew it was horny, right? Like that was like a given from like the discussion, the discourse of back when this came out. Okay. But until we started watching this yet last night, we did not know there was full frontal nudity full? in it. So much. Like, I was like, oh, all damn. Of the time. This is And porn. I do feel additionally bad because I gave you, because again, I didn't know. So I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't, I wasn't able to give like a full warning. Yeah. But also, you ended up watching this on Crunchyroll. I did. 
And on Hulu, the the Japanese version is censored, but not on Crunchyroll. Oh, yeah. No, I... uh, Because we watched it on Hulu and we were like, okay... At least it's censored. And then I quickly clicked clicked over to Crunchyroll to see if it was censored over there. And of course, we share an account, right? We have a family sharing plan before Crunchyroll comes for us. And I saw like episode one and two watch and I was like, oh God, let's check. And it is not censored. Not at all. You see a lot of nipples through shirts. And then and you, you see, you a, see lot a lot of, just, of nipples, period. A lot of nipples. Not the men. I will point out. All the girls. This yeah. was horny. It's this horny is, as hell. Literally, if this was on like anime under plot, like it would make sense. It'd be literally vanilla plot. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, uh, to kind of talk about it a little bit more, we have so much to say. So let's quickly take a sidestep to get through some housekeeping before we get into it. So High School DD is based on the light novel series by Ichie Ishibumi that ran under the imprint Fujimi Fantasia Bunko in Dragon Magazine from September 2008 to March of 2018 for 25 volumes. With the light novels are also four spinoff short story collections, DX 1 through 4, and three spinoff light novel series, EX, Zero, and Harem King memorial from there there was a manga adaptation done by hiroji mishima that ran in dragon magazine at first and quickly moved over to monthly dragon ace and ran from july 2010 to april of 2018 for 11 volumes there are two spin-off mangas asia and koniko's secret contracts which ran for one volume and the work of a devil which also released under one volume then we have our anime that was directed by Tatsuya Yanagisawa for seasons one through three before being taken over by yoshifumi sueda in season four it was done by studio tnt for seasons one through three before being taken over by Studio Passion for season four. And all four seasons ran on ATX Uncensored. It ran from January 2012 to July of 2018 for 48 episodes plus 16 OVAs over the four seasons. There are two video games based on High School DXD, a 3DS game that released in December of 2013, and a PSP game named New Fight, which released August of 2014. There's also a internet radio show named High School DXD, the Occult Research Club Inside Kuo Academy that released December of 2011, and a trading card game that released in July of 2012. With that let's quickly break down episodes one and two of high school dd isei hyodo is a high school student who is unpopular with girls at kuo academy one day rias gremory the crimson red-haired top idol of the academy and president of the occult research club discovers isei and asks her vice president akino himejima about his identity as isei dreams of having a girlfriend another girl named yuma amano shyly asks isei out to his excitement at the end of his first date yuma asks isei to die for her sake and reveals herself as rainer a fallen angel after Rainer kills Issei, he sees a vision of Rias. Assuming the incident to be a dream, he resumes his normal life. However, when Issei encounters another fallen angel, Donaseek, he is wounded. Just as Donaseek is about to finish off Issei, Rias intervenes and saves him. The next morning, Issei discovers he and Rias are naked together in his bedroom. Reassuring that the dreams are real, Rias introduces herself as a devil and his new master. Rias explains to Issei that she used her magic to heal his wounds as she gets ready for school, and also reveals that they are both still virgins. At Kuo Academy, the school prince, Yuto Kiba, leads Issei to the occult research club where he meets the popular mascot girl, Koniko Tojo, and the club's vice president, Akino Himajima. Rias briefs Issei on the current situation with angels fallen angels and the devils and the duties assigned to him after going to his first assignment which involves an otaku he encounters another fallen angel named Kalawarner, but uses sacred gear to transform his hand into an armored dragon arm and, def- and defeats her. Shortly afterwards, Rias warns Issei that since he has revealed the sacred gear, he will be sought after by the fallen angels, and that's episodes 1 and 2 of High School DD. I mean, that is the plot, but you missed on so much. 
All the boobies, all, all the jiggling. Did you want me to in- interject every time a boob appeared on screen? It's kind of like the the B movie memes where every time they say B, it like gets faster and faster or slows down. <laughs> every time you see a naked boob, it like fast forwards or like slows down. It would just <laughs> see. I thought you're gonna be like every time you see a boob, take a shot and then like die from alcohol. You would poisoning. die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So like obviously. Like, so this is, and I'm sure this is pretty much, like, your exact same, like, predicament. So, like, you know, we're starting it, and Skylar and I obviously know, like, this is a horny anime. You just start off, and you're like, this is a horny anime. Um, And you're, like, watching, 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 and then you see Ria start getting undressed to go into the bath, the shower. to the shower, and you're like, okay, okay. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to a shot of her naked in the shower, and you're like, yep. what the fuck? What the <laughs> hell? We both were, like, shocked. And let me tell you, after that first shot of her in the shower, you see them naked so many more times. So many more times. So many more. Oh, I have a new game. Anytime you see a naked boob, take a shot of water, and then you'll be extra hydrated. You just drown. You can die of water intoxication. You can. You can. Either way, this is just a dangerous game. (laughs) Either way, there's death. Oh my god, all roads lead to doom. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i started watching this i usually watch it in like my living room i usually watch anime in my living room and very quickly paused (laughs) it and continued watching it by myself in my room so that my family (laughs) wouldn't see what i was watching (laughs) and it wouldn't perpetuate that like (laughs) because like i'm so sorry thank you thanks i was Thank you. Anyway, um, I didn't want to perpetuate that like stereotype. You know, a lot of people think all fan fiction is just smut. It's a not. It's a lot of coffee shop AUs. But like a lot of people, I think, associate anime with like porn or like hentai. And I didn't want that to be their first interaction with anime <laughs> was like me watching this and being like, yeah, this is completely normal. So this I saw <laughs> foreshadowing of a potential question later. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so obviously there is a lot of so group, like nudity, nudity in this. Um, physics and challenging. Yes. Physics challenging oh, titties. God. Like, God damn. These... I literally, at start, you're already, again, you're, you're never shocked that it's a horny anime. I want to be very clear about that. From the beginning, it's like, I want you to know we're horny. You're just shocked about the nudity level, right? Yeah. Yes. Because yes. the first like scenes are obviously Issei and his two like pervert buddies being huge perverts. Huge perverts. Um, and then you have, the second you are introduced to like Rias and Akino, like they like take a step and their boobs jiggle for like 10 seconds afterwards yes. from the reverberation. Like... And the camera zooms in and focuses on it. The amount of scenes that, and I'll tell you this, because Skylar and I uh, ended up watching, I think, almost all of season one before we uh, started uh, recording. Like, there are scenes where it's them talking, and it's just going from boob to boob, and you can only t- tell who's talking about the hair color. Yes. They fucking failed the Bechdel test. <laughs> Well, no, they actually not. don't fail the battle test at all. Let's be clear. Yeah, they there's don't a talk lot about of, men. There's a lot of... Uh, it takes a few episodes. I want to be very clear. It takes a few episodes. But I'd say by like episode six, you have at least like a few conversations. Because I will say most of the conversations that happen between like Rias and like Akino or Rias and uh, Asia, who you, have a, uh, who you only 
You mean at the end of episode two, right? Oh, the yes, one. yes, yes. The nun. Yeah, who you yes. mean at the tail end of episode two. But these people, like, most, more often than not, even if they're not talking about Issei, they're talking about, like, Rias's brother or someone else like that, like, just a threat coming. But I'd say, like, by, like, episode seven or eight, like, there's at least, like, one Bechdel test passing conversation. Oh, Oof. that's nice. Good for, this, <laughs> good for them. This anime makes the Bechdel test blush. <laughs> a lot of Hollywood movies do, to be yes, fair. I was about to say, that's, that's hardly the standard to all that vibe. But I will say, obviously, it's it's very jarring at first. And I think it's it's very um, intense in how much that depiction can be there. Mm-hmm. Like, there are even, like, because, like, I think even at first, I was a little uh, taken aback by it. But I, the entire time, was just like, okay, like, here's tits. Like, what do I care? I, the, this is, like, not a problem for me. But even I got to points where I was like, that, was, that was a little egregious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I get yeah. it. Let's keep going. Come on. I get it. I never I mean, had, like, I get it. Let's keep going. But it was just like, I was shocked that we got boobs in that scene. <laughs> wow, even I wasn't expecting like, them there. They're eating lunch. How did this happen? Well, like, or like, because, uh, you know, the interstitials are like kind of horny, mm-hmm. like they're in suggestive positions or in like lingerie. But by like episode eight, the second, because, you know, it starts with them in like an outfit and them in like lingerie. Yeah. By like episode eight, it's them in lingerie and then them naked. And I was like, oh, my God, we're getting naked in the interstitials. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting wow. naked in the eye catches now. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, like, sometimes, because you know what I will say about this show? Is it actually, and your perspective might differ, has a really good plot. Yes. A conversation PJ and I were having was just, uh, I was like, oh, my fucking God. There's just so many titties. And PJ's like, when did you become such a prude? Because this has been, like, my thing. Because, like, I've seen, like, a lot of hentai, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, usually nudity has no effect on me. Um, and horniness usually has no effect on me. I just think that like I have to go in with the mindset of like, oh, I'm about to watch a hentai or something like that. And then like mm. it doesn't phase me. But I just was so unprepared that I felt <laughs> I was like, oh my God. This is so but much. Literally, unlike no game, no life, um, I push through the horniness. Cause again, at the end of the day, I don't really mind. It's the incest that I mind. Um sure. the plot is really good. <laughs> That's good. I I personally had a hard time f- focusing on the plot because I was like, oh my god, this is this is so much, and it's for me especially like just so unnecessary. So, but I think that the whole like like devil and they're being hunted by both angels and fallen angels was very interesting and very cool. Mm-hmm. I really like it too. I what- I have never been a high school boy, so. Is this really how high school boys operate? Is it no. just... No. Okay. okay. Yes and no. I guess I want to clarify. Say, mm. The level of hoardiness that these boys exhibit, 1 million percent. 1 million percent. That is how horny all non-asexual high school boys are. Mm-hmm. Um, the extent to which they gr- like do it? A little too far. But that's not yeah. to say that there weren't people like this. I knew people in my high school that were very much like this this is not too far off of a stretch but i'm just saying it's not the norm like these dudes are like pervs you did not <laughs> have the level of hoardiness is not uh not outside of the realm of reality 
Okay, but you didn't go so far as to have all the measurements of every female in your school that memorized. That dude is a fucking savant. Let's what be the- clear here. <laughs> he can. He. I want to be clear. He doesn't uh, have them memorized. He can eyeball them perfectly. He can be a great tailor one day. <laughs> Honestly, because anytime a new female, like, because later on, um, there's a new female introduced to the school, and the second he sees her, like, she walks in, he's like, he immediately spouts off her measurements. Like, he's like wow. 56, he 22. Okay, not 56, 22. Let's be clear here. No, no, I think 56 is pretty accurate based on 56, some of the racks I saw. 22, and then 45. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a little egregious. There was a mo- uh, a moment in there that definitely didn't like it. W- it wasn't like PTSD because like the memories, whatever. But I was like, Ugh, I don't want to think about that memory, <laughs> which was <laughs> um, the scene where they are watching porn together. Okay, uh... do- does that happen? Yeah. So it does really? at different points in people's lives. I think when people, I don't think it happens this late. For everyone. I want to be clear again. I'm talking about the general. These guys are pervs. Yeah. But the watching porn together, I'd say for most guys, is a thing that happens early, early, early on in sexual development, where it's like one person first discovers it and mm-hmm. like is like, everyone, look at this thing I found, essentially, right? Right. It's like that that kid in like 80s movies that found a, a, a Playboy in the woods and shows it to all his friends. That's sure. the essential like okay. initial conceit. And my experience with that Oof. was um, uh, I, I grew up fairly uh, poor. Uh, not like poor, like po- poverty, poverty poor. But like we just didn't, we lived in a house but didn't have nice things. Like mm-hmm. the money went to the house end of list type of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was always like several years behind all my other friends. Like, you know, I'm the youngest one here and I was like ten or twelve by the time I got internet at my house. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. I was I was ten when we got internet. Yeah. Yeah, I was in middle school. Yeah. So yeah. um like just that. Like we were always like behind because we just didn't have the money to be on the cutting edge. Um, or even late on the cutting edge, because that that was like two thousand, you know, two thousand four, two thousand six before we got internet. Um, but we, I, there was a kid down the street that had internet. Me and like two or three other guys were at his house and um, looking at stuff online, and porn became a thing that we found, and we were all just so young and like still discovering like barely discovering this stuff essentially right Right, so like we were almost looking at it with like a level of fascination but there was one kid in our group that was like two years older than us who was like there for the porn oh no so yeah the level of horniness is not out of the picture um I, I can't speak to, uh, obviously, Lauren, even less so could probably speak to it, but I can't speak to what it's like to be a female going through, like, the discovery of your sexuality and your sexual drive and desire. But for the male, it is a very intense period. I mean, you always, you hear stories, right? And you always know, like, high school boys are obsessed. But I don't know, seeing it in an anime like this was um, was shocking. <laughs> well it was especially because i don't i've never seen an anime where it was full frontal i think this is my first full frontal ecchi yeah um 100 because i've seen a lot of ecchi anime right like horny anime exists everywhere we've seen plenty of it on this podcast right Right. 
and I've always known High School DxD to be like the most popular etchy anime, which is essentially just like playfully sexual is essentially mm. what etchy is as a genre. Okay. Sure. Um, so like No Game No Life is etchy. Is it etchy or ichi? I've always I've never heard it pronounced, so you could tell me right now. And don't get me wrong, I know that there are full frontal etchy. Like I know they exist. I just somehow in all the discourse of high school dxt or high school dd was never informed it was a full frontal etchy again i oh, know okay. they exist sure. i know that plenty of them exist or, or or you know what another etchy that we've done uh that you weren't on but that we that we've done is um uh food wars oh i've heard you guys talk about food wars uh, food yeah, wars yeah. which is i mean don't get me wrong food wars one of my favorite anime like ever like i love that anime but it is an etchy anime right and it's very horny um but that that's not a problem for me it's, a, it's that's not something that bothers me uh i know it can bother other people it actually isn't the most popular genre but this is just my first full frontal konnichiwa my fellow weebs we're so excited to have lauren back on we definitely picked a doozy of an anime to have her join us for, but you can't talk harems without talking the king of harem anime. In any case, welcome back, Lauren, and a final big thank you to Milk, Connor, Gianna, Chica, and Pete for joining us last month. If you're craving more Kawaii Disappointment, you can get it by checking out our Patreon. Hours and hours of bonus content are available immediately for just $3 a month, and more is always on the way along with exclusive polls, Q&As, and goodies at our higher tiers. We just released our modified Reduce Redo, where we experimented with Lauren's limits with horror, as we revisited Corpse Party Tortured Souls, but done as a ghost story to see if maybe not watching the horror anime will do the trick. As well as our fall Kawaii Desu season preview, where Lauren and Skylar do rapid fire predictions for each new and original anime that started this season. November is said to have even more amazing bonus content with a reduced redo of Maid-sama, a brand new entry into our Ranking of Things series, and more. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaii desupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our Eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbush and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone as we also have our wonderful Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums. And our Kawaii Desu patrons, our $3 tier, Eliza L and Alban AG. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. A huge thank you to TJ McCollum for reviewing us on iTunes. Don't forget, if there's an anime you'd like us to cover, recommend us an anime by using our recommendation form. You can find it as a pinned tweet on our Twitter, or by going to our Beacons page at beacons.ai slash kawaiidesupod, and clicking on the recommend an episode button. We will see you all again next week as we continue through Hair Month with the quintessential quintuplets. Now, back to the podcast. we get male full frontal later because we only got so really like Ken this doll. Is a, this is, so this is the thing about japan japan uh does not show genitalia uh okay. anywhere even in their pornography uh penises and vaginas are censored you've told me this before yes yes this rings a bell. yeah so that's why boobs are such a big focal point is because they're the only things they can show you're never you're never gonna see uh, a penis or a vagina you might see a penis outline and you'll always see a vagina outline 
Always. There were so many of them. <laughs> yeah, but you're never going to see them see them. Like, oh, okay. They're just not allowed to be shown. It's considered very indecent, but breasts are fairly fair game. Clearly. Very fair game. <laughs> you're right, PJ. Which I guess you could argue, like, uh, it's complicated because, like, hashtag free the nipple, but also you don't have to sexualize the nipple. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I didn't... We only got one shot of a man, I guess, naked in the first two episodes, anyway. I didn't see nipples on him. It was very, it was very Kendall. Just, like, oh, flat and plastic. I didn't make that connection. I mean, I don't That's know if there's more... because men aren't sexual objects. I mean, that's also true. But yeah, I didn't see any nipples on that that boy. I don't know if that changes if that, you know, more men he's get not a mammal later. He, maybe he's a reptile. <laughs> I don't know. He's a No, you're right. I'm looking at uh I'm looking at pictures from the show and they do not draw nipples on the guys. Rude. Wow. They're just not humans. <laughs> the dogs. <laughs> They're like Kylex Y clones. Oh my god. But instead of no belly buttons, there's no nipples. I am seeing some shots where they have, like, very subtle areola. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, like, it's just not... But yeah, they're not, they're not highlighting these, these male nips. Poor men. Can I say, though? Honestly, and, I, and honestly, because um, I, I did see, like, the, the censorship that's on, like, the, the Japanese version on Hulu. It's very funny because it's... You know, like the high school DXD logo. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like it's like the the little. The, it's just the D with bat wings, and it's flying in place over the nipples. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> That's cute. Because they could even could, they could have easily just blurred it or put it stationary, but the bat wings are always flapping. <laughs> That's so funny. They're working hard. There's so they much work, area to know, cover. There's so much area to cover. Like Gloria Estefan says, they're working hard for the money. So, yes, basically, as egregious all of this is, the plot is good. And I hate that I have to be one of those people, but, like, it does have a good plot. You know, it's like those people that have Playboys are like, oh, I don't, I don't read for I read, I read the it for the articles. I, yeah, I read it for the articles. Yeah. That's how I, like, truly feel about this anime right now. <laughs> I don't watch it for the nipples. I watch it for the plot. For the plot. <laughs> Some of us watch it for both. Okay, guys. And that's totally fine. Yeah. If, I mean, but listen. like, I will say, like, that is what made me like keep watching it because I think if it was just like horny, horny nipple anime, like, I would have been like, okay, we finished our two episodes. We'll all just go into this, not really knowing <laughs> much blind. about this. Yeah. Like that's fine. But I, I like going just going through that plot again. Like you know, you have this very mysterious club at the school um you know this guy who's very desperate for a girlfriend you know fine like it's very i mean it's pretty this this is a plot of tokyo ghoul this is a plot of tokyo ghoul yeah no when we were watching episode one i was like is yuma is this gonna be a risei like scenario is this gonna be a tokyo ghoul repeat and it was and it fucking was but yeah you have this situation where he's just happy that because he can i be clear Issei isn't being that pervy to you. Like, he's being, like, a legit good date to her. He's not being creepy or pervy while they're on the date. He might have mm-hmm. those creepy, pervy thoughts, but, like, that's just he's being not, a sexually just, driven male. Exactly. Yeah, no, he's a gentleman, for sure. 
and then he has this tragic thing happen to him. He has no idea why. You just hear this very cryptic, like, that's what happens when he put that thing in you as he dies. And then you see Rias, uh, you know, like, be summoned. And then you have this fascinating lore between the devils and, the, again, like you said, the fallen angels and everything like that. This These very good fights. Like, the fights are very interesting, very Oh, intense. yeah, and the magic is beautiful. The magic is beautiful. The animation is very well done Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and you and you end with this very intense cliff like not intense cliffhanger but very like you know like eyebrow raising cliffhanger as he meets this person in a full like nun outfit essentially and you're like where's this gonna go from here the plot is good just a lot of boobs in between this is bible black for me well bible black is another bible black is a straight up hentai that has a very good plot yes this well, ultimately, yeah. as much as there are very, there's a ton of breasts. This isn't like they're not having sex in this. No, no, you know? no. And I and I clarify because there are etchy that do have full sex in it. Really? Like, there are etchy that do have like full sexual scenes in them, and like are basically Still towing censored. the line that are towing the line between etchy and hentai. Uh, right. This is just towing the line between like the artistry of ecchi and hentai and like the representation of ecchi and hentai but ultimately the story never gets to a hentai level Mm, that's true because even when they are showing their boobs like it's never like there's like a lot of playing into the fact that isei is a pervert like and that he's very much like turned on by the fact that these women are naked around him Mm -hmm. but like they're never like oh are we going to have sex now or like anything like that? And ultimately Issei, as much of like, as much as he talks that game, whenever he's given the opportunity in later episodes, he's, he's very respectful. And ultimately like, doesn't really take too much. He doesn't advantage. really take advantage of the situations he's given. Oh, good for him. Because ultimately he grow. I mean, he just, I have these thoughts cause that's just like the age I'm at and that's just how I'm feeling, but that doesn't mean I have to be like a dick about them. Oh, Good for him. Or use his dick about them. Yeah, ah! yeah. He might use his dick about it later. I mean, probably. Probably. And, okay, so a lot of these types of anime, we see that the main character being shamed, obviously, as they should be, for being, like, a total perv. Mm-hmm. And, like, within the club, the only person that kind of shames him is um, Konako. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. otherwise, like, everyone's kind of just chill and, like, comfortable with it. And they're like, yes, give in to your horny self. It'll give you, like, more power or whatever. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, I feel like there should be a little bit more shame for him. But um, I like that it's not a huge focus. Because so often these types of anime, it's just, like, girls slapping these guys across the face because they're, like... You know, you perv. why did you yeah. look? This yeah, is exactly. your fault. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is you know completely valid, one hundred percent. Which like, does happen off. to him too, though. Like right, like the situation where they're like peeking into the girls' locker room. Yes, and he's the that's one who why, gets in trouble. That's why I specified within the club. Yes, you know, and obviously, yeah, it's Konako that takes that out on him. Even um, with uh, Kiba, I was prepared for Kiba and him to have like a really. Um, a relationship built on animosity because he was like jealous of Kiba and then Kiba would be like, uh, these are my friends and you're a pervert. But Kiba's just like a golden retriever boy and I love him. <laughs> and he's he's just like, all right, well, guys will be guys. Not boys me, but will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say 
I was absolutely shocked that this man almost died and did not get reincarnated into an isekai. I know, honestly. Twice, <laughs> twice this man dies. He just and keeps he fucking dying. <laughs> and he doesn't go to another world and become like a slime or become like Mushoku Tensei where he becomes like a better person over time. Like there was no isekai in this. I mean, yeah. you could. And you know what? He's it's technically so reborn as a devil. Yeah, but he's not true. isekai. Isekai isn't about being yeah. reborn. It's about going to a different world. True, true, true. Um, and, you know, honestly, it has so many of the makings of an isekai. I think isekai month really it prepared does. you for horniness in anime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then high school DD is just the graduation. <laughs> Congratulations, you've and made then, it. You know, if we ever get to things like um, interspecies review or like Monster Musume, that'll be your college experience. Oh God! Are you guys gonna send me my diploma in the mail? <laughs> your weeb diploma. Your your etchy diploma. <laughs> oh, no. oh God! Uh, you know, so fun fact. So um, the the X use in names always has a purpose um and it's and it's because it's not there but also it's there for a purpose right it's there to still signify something like for instance hunter hunter um it's there and you don't need to read it but if but the purpose of having it visually is just to be like that hunters like will always be crossing paths and then they'll sometimes be fighting each other to be read as hunters cross hunter Hunter versus Hunter, but ultimately that's a visualization, not the actual name. Um, Similar for this, um, the DD can be seen as dragon versus dragon, but also it's just DD because all the women have double D breasts. Double D, yeah. And that's not a joke. That's just a thing. That's just actually a thing. That's I okay. So I assumed right because I was like, surely, surely this cannot be anything but boob sizes. And I'm so relieved that I'm correct. Also, for Hunter Hunter slash Hunter X Hunter, mm-hmm. I just thought the hunters were kissing. Oh, they're going to fall well, in it's love. Not, it's not like, it's not fix, you know? <laughs> that is the thing that, you know, right? That's that's the that's the, the meme on the interwebs, right? The it's meme? like the like, ooh, <laughs> I ship the hunter with the hunter. I do not ship the spy with a family. A family. <laughs> <laughs> but I do ship the high school dean with the non-high school dean. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the high school and the college but yeah ultimately uh it can be it can be a lot even like later on like there's again even like me who's like very much like eh, whatever uh there are just sometimes where i'm like really here <laughs> like there's really? a scene where uh rias is just having like a very dramatic speech and it's very very well told very well written and just halfway through they're like oh by the way the night gun she's wearing a see-through basically <laughs> Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way. <laughs> I'm so impressed this club has a, a shower that everyone uses so much. In, and then you just walk out into a normal room. Yeah. I, you know that middle of the room shower every room has in high school? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, those after school clubs where everyone has a shower in the middle of the room. So really quick, and you guys might be different from me but i like cannot immediately put clothes on after a shower like my skin has to be fully dried like like i will never take a shower before going to work if i like am doing that right before work because i'm gonna just feel damp all day yeah so the fact that like 
she comes out in her like full uniform. I'm just like, how's it? It's wet. What? And like, not for nothing, but like, she has so much more to dry off. <laughs> she does. She's got a lot going Drying on. Drying off under boob is not a fast process. It's not. No. It really is. <laughs> Sometimes a fan has to be involved. Yeah, you have to call in extra troops. <laughs> and like she has, so she yeah. has she has all the pieces. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it is very. It's like yeah, I cannot. If I take a shower, I have to be fully dry before I put on any clothes, let alone Absolutely. a full outfit. Ab- especially like a school outfit like this. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god, it's like a full like four piece suit. You like you know like yes, it's very involved. So wow. That's her superpower is she can wear <laughs> clothes right after getting out of the shower. Yeah, she's uh, oh, like always running really hot so the, the water just boils just off. Just like steam. <laughs> she's a devil. <laughs> she, she is, is a, a devil. devil. Oh, well, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've talked about the long and short of it. Again, uh, some things we didn't dive into as much as I really do like the fights with the fallen angels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I really do feel bad for him in the Yuma situation. Like, he's yeah. clearly, he clearly feels very betrayed. Yeah. And, you know, she's, I mean, essentially very terrible to him. And, feels, and he just feels very hurt, very betrayed. Yeah. He did like her a lot. He did. And she was adorable, too, when, before she, like, transformed into her true form. She was so cute. And then yeah. you have Dona Seek looking like uh like Hellblazer supernatural character. Fucking with seriously. like a fucking trench coat being like Honestly. You came to the wrong side of town today, boy. And then Reese's just like, You're in my side of the town. And he's like, Much obliged, madam, much obliged. <laughs> um, I'll see my so, way out. So we watched part of this in Japanese and we watched the other part in English. Oh. Um, and can I say the English stuff of this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> the, I, I don't like the obviously like the Japanese translation is there. Right. And it, it right, captures yeah. the essence very well. But the English translation, it, like the English dub is so of its time. It is like peak 2012. They just say some of the funniest things. The curse words they use are the slang they use peak i love that yeah he calls kiba a butt munch at one point oh my god <laughs> that takes me back <laughs> i just i remember also when they were like that's totes like a thing or something like totes? that I was like, yeah totes wow i remember people oh saying totes <laughs> god i do too it's kind of like when we're watching um that time i got reincarnated as a slime Rima keeps saying that's the bomb.com and awesome sauce. He says it like <laughs> twice. Let me be very clear. He says it four times. Okay. Oh, that's cute though. But yeah, like, and honestly, especially his like uh, pervy friends, they say some of the fun, like, they'll just be like, you fucking dickweed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, so it makes me laugh so hard the slang that they use in these shows in the English dubs. That's incredible. I mean, honestly, let's be also very clear. They keep referring to them as double Ds, but they're much bigger than double Ds. So mm-hmm. much bigger. They're like Gs or Hs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And like, in, again, they are devils, but impossibly perky for how big they are. Yeah. And like defy gravity with how much they move. The yeah. physics does not physics. But it does yeah, not. the jiggle physics on point. <laughs> 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 but yeah. 
So obviously that's the anime as we have it here. But let's talk about some other things for the anime. Let's talk about the music of High School DD. The music of High School DD is done by Ryosuke Nakanishi, which if that name sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, they also did the music for the last episode that you were on, Lauren, before we did our horror month break for you, which was The Devil is a Part-Timer. Oh, okay. Which they were obviously doing around devils. the same time because Devil is a Part-Timer came out um, the same year as this oh uh, as an God. anime. Good for them. They were busy making all the yeah. music. <laughs> so Ryosuke Nakanishi did the music for this. Uh, ultimately, it, 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 you know, it does a good job of presenting the like gothic tone in those serious moments. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, but it's nothing like to write home about and not in a bad way. Just like I never noticed it, but I feel like I would notice the absence of it. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. It never distracted from what was going on, but it definitely added something to it. Yeah, but right. it wasn't like, oh my god, the music of this the anime score. Yeah, it wasn't like a Death Note situation. <laughs> yes, oh my yeah. god, Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's talk about our OP and our ED. So our OP is Trip Innocent of D by Larval Stage Planning. Lauren, what do you think of that OP? It was very high energy. I thought it fit the anime really well because it didn't go it didn't go too hard. It was just the right amount of excitement that you needed for this anime. So I thought it did a good job. Oh yeah. I thought it was so fun. It kept the like gothic overtones, get some great guitar in it, but it's still like kind of poppy and fun. Yeah, yes, it's, very poppy. It's very good. I really like this OP a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is good because I feel like it's actually been a little bit since I've been like, wow, this OP Excited. is so good. Oh. Uh, but like <laughs> this started and after the initial like, oh my God, they're naked in the OP too. Oh, I was, so much. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is actually a good song. <laughs> yeah, no, when I when I just played the music and like didn't look at the screen, I was like, this is a banger. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I like this OP a lot. Mm-hmm. Our outro, our ED, is Study X Study or Study Study by Stylips. <laughs> Lauren, what do you think of that outro? This was definitely something you could dance to. And the, I mean, the girls were at the end of it, too. But it was very upbeat and very fun. 
I had a good time with this one as well. It was really fun. Very hyper bubblegum pop. I could definitely see myself dancing to this on as a DDR level. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah DDR's the, in my notes. The music's super fun. It definitely gets into that, like, you know, hyper poppy, like, very kawaii Baby range. Voices. That could get annoying, but it doesn't get to that annoying level. No, it doesn't. Hot take from PJ here. Uh-oh. I don't find lingerie very attractive. So like that's a hot the take. entire outro, I was just like, either okay. be naked or wear clothes. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be very sexy that they're wearing most lingerie. I'm like, just put your outfit back on. This is doing nothing for me. <laughs> Please, ma'am, get dressed. <laughs> or undressed. Whichever you whichever, whichever way you, you want to go. You're like, yeah, I'm not I don't gonna tell like you what to do. Ground. But I don't care for this. <laughs> Especially Asia's uh lingerie, I think it's so ugly. <laughs> See, I didn't like uh um Akino's. Like yeah. when she's it's like doing great. a butt dance. I do like the card aesthetic, which is interesting though, because like yeah. the game, the show, it's the game chess is pieces. chess, but like then here it's all very like card suits, but that's not here nor there. It's still very fun visuals. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can tell by the OP and the outro that you get a lot more of Asia than you do at the you know tail end of episode two because she's in both. Right. Yes. But, you know, I think it doesn't, I, both do a good job of not giving much away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they didn't give too much of the plot. Right. Little there yeah. was. But with that, <laughs> it's a good plot. <laughs> it's a good plot. There just wasn't a ton of it. <laughs> All right. But with that, let's move into our segment. What modern contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, tell me who you think would have done a good job with that opening. I found my artist really quickly, which makes me very nervous. But I I think it's an okay match. I have picked this artist before, but I chose them again. And I went with Ali and AJ, Potential Breakup Song. You should have gone with the explicit version, Lauren. Is there an explicit version? They released it oh, during yeah. the pandemic. It's great. Oh, yeah, it's so, uh, my stupid birthday. It's it was my, my fucking birthday. birthday. They were like, they, it was like one of those, like, it was a big joke where it's like, we knew what they wanted to say. We've always known what they <laughs> wanted to say. And then during the pandemic, they like released it. It was great. Oh, and everyone was so happy. Honestly. But I them. think this is, uh, I, th- I see what you're going with. I was very skeptical when you said it, but I hear it now that you've said it. Like, it's, yeah. it's, there's, it's still, you know, a little deeper, and but I think it fits some of the rock vibe. It doesn't feel like the gothicness of the rock vibe, but right. the speed and intensity is very there. The vocals are pretty close. I think it's a good choice. Thank you. I like it, Lauren, a lot. Skylar, who'd you go with? Very similar to Lauren. I also went with someone I've chosen before, and I went with Delane, specifically her song "April Rain." I think it's very good. It fits the gothic uh, aesthetic a lot better. Uh, I and agree. the vocals are very good, but the speed obviously isn't as there. Yeah. I feel like if we took both mine and Lauren's song and put it together, perfect. I think Harmony. so too. It's Magic. always it's always with our powers combined, right? But like <laughs> you Captain need the is the OP. You need, <laughs> you need the more fast tempo, but I think that this is a really, really good choice for the yeah, other. I think it's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. I think my choice is Fairly on par with yours, like, I think we're 
pretty neck and neck and with the same issues i think mine also fits the aesthetic and the vocals but just doesn't hit as hard as fast and i went with amaranth by nightwish I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, all three of our like just combination, we're good. <laughs> yeah, if we can get like the intensity of Alienate, like not even the intensity, but the speed, the tempo, a tempo yeah, the of Alienate, uh, with some of their like interlacing mixed with either Nightwish or Delane, I think they're pretty on par with each other. I think so too. So, but overall, great choices from everyone. Loved, Woo-hoo! loved, loved, loved it. Let's move on to our outro lauren who did you pick for that outro song so the beginning of the song reminded me of a band and i think the vocals are actually a pretty good match even though the song is far too slow for this particular outro but i ended up going with missing persons yeah if i like played it at like 10 times speed. 10 like times the horror like, version. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you got the nightcore version of this would be very good. <laughs> uh, I, I see where you're going with right vocally. Very good choice. Very Thank good you. choice vocally. Like, yeah. Wow. The vocals uh, there. <laughs> uh, very gothic. Very slow. Very, very slow. Uh, but overall, again, very good choice. Skylar, who'd you go with? Okay, so I tapped into my DDR <laughs> I was ready for it. Um, I went with a song called Waka Laka, specifically Bubble Mix by Jenny Rom. What was this era's obsession with like a very hyper poppy female vocal with a very deep male vocal? Like Toy Box, Aqua, this. I don't Regardless, I see what you're going with. I think this is great. It's very good vocally. Uh, yes. The speed is there. Obviously, the vibe mm-hmm. is very different. Yeah. But what, what else are you going to do? It's yeah. true. I like <laughs> this choice a lot. Two out of three, maybe. Two out of three, that's still a passing grade, so. I went strictly for vocals here, and I only had, as soon as I heard it, I was like, great, I know exactly who I'm going to go with, because it is, it is a, not, I don't, I wouldn't say it's pitch perfect. I actually think uh, Jenny Rom was a very good job. Thank but you. But I ended up I going with Cooking by the Book from Lazy Tail. <laughs> Oh my god, I love this choice. I think this is great. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, especially with Little John. Little John really makes it, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll amend my answer to specifically the remix featuring Little John. <laughs> <laughs> that way Skylar and I both have a hyper-pop voice with a deep male voice. With a voice. super deep vocal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god uh yeah but ultimately all good choices we all did a really good job finding the vocals which is so funny because usually these songs this is like the biggest struggle we have is finding the vocals yes right. but this time we all hit it vocals <laughs> but like don't pay attention to the rest of it hey i got vocals and music yeah yeah no for sure you did yeah for sure good choices all around though you love <laughs> to see it and that is where we are going to call our music segment uh, so we're going to take a quick break watch some additional clips some additional contacts and see what lauren's closing thoughts are on high school dd so we're gonna do that stay tuned we'll be right back all 
right, we're back. We have learned much some additional clips, some additional context, some additional non-horny moments, some additional horny moments, yeah, well. uh, some additional funny moments, <laughs> uh, fighty moments, nipples, and everything in between. <laughs> uh, so tell me, Lauren, after all of that, obviously, this uh, this anime was always going to be a hard sell mm-hmm. for you, right? Mm-hmm. It's It's got a lot of stuff that, even if you don't necessarily uh, find them, like, gross or repulsive it's just not for you it's it's like uh it's like if someone gave you a sandwich that you uh were like this is bad i'm gonna throw this away but it's full of it's full of an ingredient i just literally don't care about. i can't taste this <laughs> uh so it's like i'm eating nothing yeah 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 that's what high school dxd is to you you cannot taste half the ingredients in this and <laughs> it's an unnecessary half sometimes you're like did yeah. you even need to put this much of it in <laughs> i only had to pay attention for five minutes <laughs> now but with that said is the rest of the sandwich good enough that you would still continue eating it as i ask you the question lauren will you keep watching high school dd as fun as the lore is i really enjoy the world building that they do and I do like the cast of characters that they have. I really like the the club that they put together. I think even after watching some of the context, I think Konoko is still my favorite because she's just so she's just so one note and I kinda love I that. I do love Konoko. I think if you got to see more of Ozia, Ozia might be your favorite. Oh, she's she my favorite. Was adorable. My favorite character is Kiba. I love him. Mm. He I do love Kiba. He's he the best. He's the Golden Retriever boy. Yeah, I liked him too. Yeah, you know, it had it had really good characters. I loved the animation. I thought that was beautiful. It was very horny. And it's really because of that that I don't think I'll continue to watch it as much as I liked the rest of the sandwich. The the part that I can't taste was a little too much for me to have any more flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and that is totally fair, totally understandable. Uh and an understandable Kawhi disappointment here. Uh hardiness does not always belie a Kawhi disappointment here, let me be clear. It's true. But it definitely can. And this was one of those times. Goes to sexy what is it? Goes to horny jail, I think is what we G- called it. Goes before. straight to horny jail. <laughs> straight to horny jail. <laughs> So honestly, even though this had full nudity, I'd say this was still less horny than Darling in the Franks. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, no, this was much more graphic. (laughs) Because Darling in the Franks went straight to horny jail. I'm like, yeah, we'll send you upstate to horny jail for this one. Like, we're like, yeah, you'll go to horny jail. But Darling in the Franks went straight to horny jail. They went straight there, uh, did not pass go. I would say, obviously, for Skylar and I, we also kind of just started watching this, but we, we, we really liked it. We are still watching it, and we'll probably continue watching it as soon as we're done recording. Oh, fun. But with that said, uh, we do have an even more important question, Mm -hmm. which I feel like I know the answer to, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, uh, would you recommend High School DD to someone looking to start their anime journey? I would not, just because I think you need a better introduction to the world of anime because if this is your first introduction you're gonna think this is all of anime and i don't want people to think that because anime is so varied that i wouldn't want to have people be like oh well all of anime is full frontal and very sexy and horny and like it's not once you know more about the world i think this is something you could come back to i completely agree this is a little much for someone's first Mm-hmm. anime and by a little much i mean by a lot of much a lot of much such a, a lot much. Of much i think as much as the story is honestly fairly prototypical shonen and done very well mm-hmm. um, there's just so much nudity and sexuality that i think it would be either it could be very off-putting or just give you the wrong idea yes yes 
absolutely not. Would not recommend this to any <laughs> fledgling um, anime viewer, nor would I probably go out of my way to suggest it to fellow weebs. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because I feel like even if I suggest, anytime I have suggested an etchy to a fellow weeb, like because you know again like i love food wars yeah. people are like what the fuck did you make me watch <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> not for everyone you really really have to know who you're recommending this to yeah. so i would i would relegate this to your personal weeb watch list if you're into etchy yes. uh, but that said a kawaii disappointment a do not recommend as a first anime not but there's still one thing left to do and that one thing is it's time for is there an av for that All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for high school DD. For this one, I instantly knew what song and artist I wanted. We'll see if the anime community agrees with me. I ended up going with Don't Threaten Me With A Good Time by Panic! At The Disco. Ooh. I think it fits, right? He's like waking up after a crazy night of partying and like putting his life back together and transforming into something. So I was like, all right, Lauren. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there is no AMV for High School DD to throw and throw at me with a good time by Panic Disco. But, but. There is an AMV to Don't Throw to Me with a Good Time by Panic! at the Disco that has multiple anime and includes High School DD, oh. which we have determined is a half point for the anime portion. So that is two and a half points. Wow. <laughs> Hell yes. Damn. Warren, so proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of me. Now, me. I will say there are other Panic! at the Disco songs uh, that do have AMVs for High School DD, such as uh, House of Memories. Uh, and uh, and ironically the Into the Unknown cover but (laughs) that would only give you two points Uh, this gives you two and a half points Uh, and uh, we'll give you the higher score here with two and a half points for Lauren here today thank you I'm gonna be honest Into the Unknown did not go into my head as much (laughs) It's so well, fucking I mean, you have funny. to realize, like, he is, I mean, any isekai, anything where there, any isekai could fit into the, into the unknown, anything where they're uh, put, like, you know, something like Tokyo Ghoul or this, where you're introduced to this whole other side of world. society yeah. that mm-hmm. you don't know about, Into the mm-hmm. Unknown works. It does work. Yes. Wow. Sirens call. They literally say yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, with that said, yeah, two and a half points in the book. Damn. Uh, but perhaps there's a little bit more. Oh, mm-hmm. Lauren, do you possibly think there might be an AMV for high school DD, DXD, who cares? For Evanescence, bring me to life. All right, Lauren, is this the triumphant return of the Evanescence, of the Evanescence which finally failed before it going did. on a month-long hiatus? It did, yeah. And um, I'm hoping that month-long hiatus was what it needed to like recoup its powers. Maybe it was Recharge. just like, yeah, maybe it was just getting tired or something. I feel that this would have amvs for bring me to life i'm gonna say yes all right lauren Mm -hmm. obviously this anime is very 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 horny Uh, but it does have its dark moments so the question just belies is is the darkness enough to cut through the horniness to give you a bring me to life and the answer is yes of course there are multiple multiple amvs for high school dd to evanescence bring me to life that brings you up to three and a half points Lauren, yes. I oh. mean, he is brought back to life a couple yes, of times. Yes, he is brought Several back to times. life. You could argue that, you know, other things are brought 
to life. To life. Mm. <laughs> but with that said, uh, that is a quite disappointment, a do not recommend, but three and a half points as we close out here on High School DD. Lauren, thank you for uh, bearing witness to this very horny anime. You know, thank you for showing me what this type of anime is. I had no idea there were anime like this other than hentai, so there's a whole world out there I now know about. And you know what? This isn't even as bad as it gets when it comes to that borderline hentai stuff. Oof. But who knows? Maybe we'll explore that at a future date. But that's where we're going to finish exploring it today. Uh, thank you. I'm glad you had at least a uh, an interesting time, an enjoyable yes. time. Uh, but more importantly, I hope your listeners had a good time, a fun time, a interesting that is fapping hand is the one that gets super powerful time. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> A high school DXXXD time. And a showering and then putting clothes right on afterwards time. <laughs> Which is truly the worst part of this anime. It it's a crime, a travesty. It's truly, it's truly the thing to turn you off the most to it. It is, but honestly. With that said, uh, until next time, we hope your weight isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And you know, like, if you are going to watch this, just watch. It on in Japanese on Hulu, so you can see it censored. <laughs> yes, I think that would make it very fun. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.